You're listening to The Secret Podcast with Amber Smith, episode number 16, Playing the Game. Welcome to The Secret Podcast, where learners and doers come because they want more for their life, their family, business, and faith. My name is Amber Smith, and if you are seeking something new or more for your life, you've found the right place. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Secret Podcast. I am glad you guys are here and I am happy to be here with you. I have an interesting podcast lined up for today. Um, (laughs) Hopefully you like it as much as I did when I was thinking about it. Um, I'm going to be talking about playing the game versus thinking about playing the game. And basically it's a metaphor. (laughs) Hopefully you're okay with that. Um, I just kind of want to give some background I am an athlete. I played three different sports in high school, and I played four years of varsity basketball, and today I'm going to be talking about basketball as kind of the metaphor for life, and if you're kind of, uh, I don't know, weary of metaphors, just bear with me. I'm not going to be talking about sports that much, but hopefully you get the idea of um, being all in and trying something with your life, doing something new that you haven't done before. Um, When you think of playing the game when I'm referring to basketball, you probably think of a player running or dribbling, shooting, maybe they're playing defense or scoring. It's active, it's intense, and requires focus. And like I said, this is a metaphor, right? So we're talking about playing the game and not just thinking about playing the game. And so when I when I say playing the game, um, the way I think about it is, like, obviously this is for the metaphor, right? Playing the game requires you to take public action means people can watch you, right? Um, There's a difference between being on the court and being on the sidelines. There's a really big difference. It means risking failure, right? Because you're taking action, you might mess up. Um, And people knowing about it. People, you can't fail if you're watching from the sidelines. You can fail if you're the one with the ball and miss a shot or, you know, screw up on defense or whatever. Um, So it means you know, having that commitment to try something, knowing that people are going to be watching you. Um, And I want to kind of compare this to thinking about the game. Thinking about the game requires no commitment. Um, You can back out. No one will know. Um, You don't really fail because you're not taking any action, right? Playing the game means winning and losing. It means experiencing negative emotions about half of the time. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Sometimes you do really well. Sometimes you don't. But thinking, only thinking about the game means no winning and no losing. It's safe, but reaps no real rewards, right? Um, you just get to be there. You get to think about it, but you don't get to make anything happen, good or bad. And it just creates more of the same thing. You don't get to create new results. And I want to really point this part out. Playing the game means you become someone different, hopefully better, in the process I remember this one time in basketball practice, I had a very intense basketball coach, Coach E. If you're listening to this, I don't even know. But if you ever do, you are very intense, but taught me so much. Um, We were doing this awful conditioning drill called Mountains. And it's basically a series of timed sprints that I just remember some people puking or passing out or it was just very intense. (laughs) I'm glad I'm not doing that anymore. Anyway. My, co- my coach knew, like I had to run one by myself one time 
And my coach knew that my mental strength was totally breaking down. I was exhausted. And um, she gave me this little, like, I don't know, mini speech, I guess. And I still think about. She came up to me and they called me Smalls. She's like, Smalls, you have to focus on conquering. You have to believe that you can do it. You have to imagine it in your head first. And I think that's a really powerful visual. And I just want, I want to bring that up here because... I think thinking about the game, thinking about winning, thinking about overcoming and conquering, right, is important, but that wasn't enough. I had to go and do. I had to take that image in my head and go do something with it, and I did, and it was it was really hard. Another thing that I remember about that conversation is she's like, even if it means your feet are bleeding, <laughs> and it was good. Like it was, it was interesting to think about now that I'm not playing basketball currently, um, how much she wanted us to get the mental toughness factor down first. And so I should say here that I'm not suggesting you never think about the game, that you just take action, take action, take action. I think you should think about playing the game. You should prepare and strategize and ponder and then play and then go get in there and take action and risk failure, risk public scrutiny and judgment. The power is the, is the combination of powerful thinking and powerful action. And if you're listening to this kind of podcast, my guess is that you are either trying to play the game or wanting to play the game. And so I'm just going to quickly go over five reasons I think you should decide and commit to playing the game instead of just thinking. Um, And then I'm also going to talk a little bit about how to know if you're thinking or playing. But basically five reasons that I think are important to consider is that playing the game helps you become someone new. I'm all about identity. If you've worked with me, you know I talk a lot about identity. Whether it's entrepreneurship or taking leaps in your career or even if it's something like taking your health and fitness to the next level, whatever your goals are, it's going to require action and probably new, bold action, um, the uncomfortable kind. But that action will refine you. It'll help you become someone different. And someone different can create new results a lot easier than who you are right now. Thinking about things is only half the battle. Um, You can't be refined only thinking. You can change a lot. You can change your thoughts. And I think that that's really hard for a lot of people. But that only goes so far. You have to start doing something different and being someone different. And without the action, your identity and development won't expand is kind of how I think about it. Number two, playing the game gives you direct feedback. And this is really important. You're going to know if you're failing or succeeding based on your results. When you're just in your head, you can't tell if you're failing or succeeding, right? You're just stagnant. There's no failure, but there's also no real success. And this feels safe. A lot of my clients and a lot of the people that I work with, they are being safe. They're not taking public action. So they don't, quote, fail, even though they are failing, right? By not getting the results they want. But it doesn't feel like failure because you're not getting rejected or... You don't feel um, disappointment. And so that's a really important distinction right there. So are you getting feedback right now? Are you able to improve your numbers or your performance based on results? It's important to look at. Number three, playing the game requires resilience and mental toughness. Anyone can have good ideas, but it takes guts to put your ideas out on display, risking failure and perhaps ridicule and judgment. Resilience and mental toughness will allow even more growth in the future, and you'll you'll ultimately um, become able to play at higher and better levels because of that resilience that you've gained through putting yourself out in the public eye, right? Um, number four, playing the game deepens belief. 
Um, this is an interesting concept. It's hard to believe something without proving it, right? Or we want to prove it. Um, and if you haven't, you can only believe it to a certain extent, right? Um, I think that this is a good example. You know, like I, I believe I can make a certain amount of money. That's what I help a lot of people do is make a certain amount of money. But if you can, you can believe it in your head, you can think about it all you want, but until you take action and make it real, it's, it's like half of a belief. And so by taking action until you create the result you want, you can only believe it kind of. And so I think taking action until or massive action until, um, helps solidify that belief and helps you create the new results that you want. Playing the game, this is number five, playing the game is choosing to embrace life, the good, the bad, the beautiful, the ugly, the mortifying and the gratifying, all of it. Playing the game is hard. It's tiring. It's also, you know, makes you really excited. You get to experience a range of emotions when you play a game. Um, and like, obviously, like I said, this is like the metaphor for life, Right. Um, it requires grit and focus and humility and effort and coaching and redirecting and um, trying new things and admitting that you didn't do something well so you could do it better, right? And I haven't always lived my life like this. I'm going for what I want and trying to create something new. But this is how I experience life now. At least I try to. Um, I welcome and embrace the 50-50 part of life more than I ever have before. Um, I allow the negative stuff, the sadness and disappointment. I've been told no, I've been called out. Um, but I've also had a lot of joy. I've been able to help people and really feel like I'm living my life purpose in more ways than one. Um, even in my motherhood, I feel like this has helped me, um, embrace all the stages and ups and downs that come with it, um, in growing a family. So I want you to think about that, that playing the game means you experience life to the fullest. It's hard to experience something in your head. You have to get out of your head and start doing something. And so maybe you're listening to this and you're wondering if you're playing full out or if you're in your head on the sidelines thinking about the game. So I have some closing questions for you. When is the last time you failed? Can you name it? Or got rejected, got told no? Can you think about that? Can you name a time? My guess is if you can't immediately bring up a failure, like a clear failure or a clear no rejection, you're probably not taking enough action. My next question is, when have you tried something new? A lot of people repeat the same stuff over and over their whole life because they're so afraid to try something new and fail. When's the last time you acted on an idea you had? You know, that one idea that you had in the shower or whatever. Did you do something with that idea? Did you try? Um, when's the last time you told yourself or a loved one a hard truth? Um, I think part of playing the game includes thinking about the game too and acknowledging stuff like if you're doing your best are you do you know you are and I'm not saying like 100% of the time you have to give your best but I think it should be a focus um, if you have some goals that you're not hitting and then this is a big one I, I've been thinking about this a lot as I've reflected on 2019 looking back on the last year of your life can you say you gave your all to your goals 100%. Like for me, the answer is definitely no. I wish it was, but I let some things slide. I wasn't playing the game. I was thinking about the game, right? And um, I know if I played the game, I'd probably been closer to hitting some of my goals. Um, and that takes some harsh reality, you know, reality check with yourself or with the people you love to help you, 
you know, am I really giving this my best shot? And so I think just to put it out there, I think there are very few people who are always quote playing the game, um, taking action and trying and risking failure. But I think, um, there are people who do it really well, that they think about the game, but don't dwell in their mind so much that they forget to take action. Um, and I mean, I don't just mean like little action or action here and there. I mean, living in change, living in transformation and and being inspired to create something they haven't created yet. And that's why I want to play the game. I'm not perfect at it, obviously, but I am trying. And this is a metaphor I really like just because I am an athlete and I consider the time that I sat on the bench (laughs) and depending on my mindset, sometimes I like sitting on the bench because it meant I didn't have to fail. It meant I had no pressure. It's easy to sit on the bench. It's hard to play the game, but playing the game is rewarding. And I have to remind myself, I want to be playing this game even when I get rejected or things don't go work, work out the way I want them to even if I experience the negative emotion, maybe you're, you're experiencing something right now like that, um, the negative emotion, but that should be a good reminder to you that you're playing the game. I think the pain of playing the game beats the pain of not playing the game any day, right? It's, it can be hard to sit on the sidelines and seeing everyone else, you know, make progress or make money or start their business or whatever. But, um, I think that's a different kind of pain than, going through and getting rejected and trying new things and maybe redirecting your focus and trying something and it didn't work out and now you have to try something new or you feel rejected or humiliated or whatever. I choose that pain um, because it means that I'm in the game, right? And um, this whole podcast reminds me of one of my favorite quotes. It's by Theodore Roosevelt and you've probably heard it, but I'm going to read it as like a closing thought for you. It's not the critic, this is Theodore Roosevelt, it's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how, how the strong man stumbles, or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither knew victory, who neither know victory nor defeat. And um, I love that quote because I consider myself as someone in the arena and I work with people who are in the arena. And my my guess is if you're listening to this podcast, you're in the arena. You should feel good about that. Um, it takes guts. It is hard. And a lot of people might scrutinize you for the things you do or the actions you're taking or the choices you're making. But you're in the arena and they're probably not. And so you should feel good about that. You're playing the game. And I hope you keep choosing to play the game. I'm playing the game. <laughs> and I'm glad you're here on this journey with me. I hope that this gave you something to think about. And, um, as you consider where you're at, I hope you just start to notice when you're just thinking about the game versus when you're playing the game. And when you notice that, go play the game, right? That's what it's all about. Thank you for listening. This was a short one, but I will be back next week. And thank you for listening. If you're not hanging out with me on Instagram, you should be. 
follow me at it's Amber Smith. Um, I try to add value every day there and pop on and answer questions or connect with you guys. So yeah, if you're not following me there, you should. Um, yeah, I will see you next week. Thanks for listening.